0: Welcome to blazing guts i'm Teresa blaze and i got my sidekick my co-host michelle saunders guts along with me and we're here to do a little talking about some football michelle how are you doing hey i am doing great and i am ready
1: to talk some football it's been way too long and guess what we're now in
0: 2022 that is almost scary That <laughs> really is you know um yeah and and not to mention uh we're finally starting to see for some teams what their picture looks like and it don't look so good for other teams it's looking really good so we're starting to see a playoff picture and um and then i've got uh, we have something that i want to talk about because a lot of people have been uh clamoring about this after it happened and i I was just very shocked at, at how it was spun considering what the guy did. So we'll get to that. So first of all, let's cover our three, our top, our, our three teams, the uh, Broncos, the Chiefs and the Cardinals. Ah, let's pull the bandaid off first. The Broncos, 34 to 13. They lose to the Chargers.
1: Yeah, I expected that they were gonna lose, though. So, yeah. You know, I, I I mean, just based on the record that they had and you know, where they how they were doing their performing, you know. I, I don't know. I I just felt from what I've seen of their, you know, team and how they've played and then with their quarterback being done, you know what I mean?
0: I um, I'm sorry. I'm not all in on that backup quarterback. I'm just not. I I I don't I don't trust him. And I mean, with a 34 to 13 score, that tells me one, you could not move the ball, either. So it was either really poor throwing or it was a really garbage playing offensive line. Uh, And number two, that score tells me that your defense was shoddy. I mean, good God. Well, yeah. I didn't get a chance to watch
1: that game and I really do like to watch the Broncos play. And I did hear, I did hear some feedback from some of the coaches and some
0: coaches. So, and what were the coaches? Saying?
1: Well, you know, Andy Reed is going to protect Drew Locke. So he always does. You know, Drew Locke is from Lee summit, Missouri, you know, he's, he's someone that Andy Reed you know supports as a quarterback and you know and he read he did an okay job in that role playing you know and he did so you know it had to be kind of a culmination of things in the way that they were playing and have played and it's unfortunate you know the rumblings are out there yeah let like, go of oh, the coach and that's usually what <laughs> you see, here, and, here. and he
0: the first one to go. I mean, it's not really Yeah, it's like, you know, it's
1: so it'll be interesting to see what the GM does, you know, how they proceed and how they play, even, you know, when they play the Chiefs this Saturday.
0: Oh yeah. Well, do you think that the coach should be let go? You know, being a
1: leader, um and also um, uh, kind of a supporter of leaders I think there's more to it than always blaming the leader or you know for the, I mean I think it's a combination of things that they're going to have to look at and if indeed it you know you the leaders always do take the brunt and but sometimes the leaders you know, they're trying to get the team in in intact. They've got new people, new young players, you know, and that you have to take all of that into consideration. So really it's up to the general manager. And to be honest with you, I don't know the general manager's perspective on it. For me to say, uh, I know the fans are saying, ah, get rid of them. But whether or not that's really going to happen, they may give him another year. You and know? Let's,
0: say, let's say they do keep him around. Um, in my mind, I mean, that team needs a serious overhaul. I mean, not, they're, they're not as bad as, say, oh, I don't know, the Jaguars or um, the Texans or the Jets. Okay, they need, like, they are a dumpster fire and they need to be, like, torn down and rebuilt from the bottom up. But I would say that that Broncos team needs a serious overhaul Um, because I think you're pointing into something that um, we see pretty often, which is, oh, let's blame the coach when maybe what we need to do is start pointing at the player and go, we signed you to a contract and you're not putting out.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, so there's a lot more involved in the dynamics of football that I think, you know, people realize and, but, you know, let's face it, you're paying a pretty penny to go to their games, you know, supporting NFL. You know, teams want, you know, in communities, you know, want your fans, you know, just like how we operate with our, you know, listeners, our constituents, those that we serve and support. You know, they have an expectation, you know, and people have an expectation of the team and they don't want to lose. People don't want their football teams to lose. And, you know, Denver Denver is a, a community filled with very diehard Broncos fans. I know it was in that community for a long, long time. So it'll be interesting to see really what the outcomes are, but they better do something about turning around in several areas to really get the confidence back of their fan base.
0: Well, and see... If you look at their final game, which is going to lead me into the next team we're going to talk about, I'm sorry, but I, I don't see them winning this game. I do not see them. Uh, the Chiefs and the Broncos play as of this recording. They will be playing tomorrow at uh, at two thirty Mountain Time.
1: Right, right, I agree. Yeah, it's yeah, it is. Uh, it's three thirty Central. <laughs> yeah, I I don't foresee that happening
0: I'm sorry sorry, but I mean you put out that kind of a performance week after week you're not suddenly going to change it because you're now playing against a team that is clearly better
1: and they have the home field advantage the Chiefs are playing so you know as I know what goes into (laughs) getting Arrowhead Stadium ready.
0: Oh, by the way, well, I sent hey. you a video I sent you a video on that. Yes, I saw that. You know
1: what? So I, incredibly interesting. And the passion that goes into
0: that, I just thought it was phenomenal. Yeah, I, I read across that in my uh, YouTube feed and I thought, hmm, I know someone who wants to see this. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, but that leads me to the Chiefs Bengals game. Oh, ouch. Ugh. I don't remember what that final score was. Yeah, correction, I do have the the uh final score. It was 34 to 31 on a game-winning field goal uh by the by the uh, Bengals. Uh but I want to have a conversation because I mean they were playing good most of the game except for the penalties. If I remember right, they had some issues with penalties. But the the Bengals had the ball at the end of the game. And they held them on fourth down twice. Once at the goal line. And they had to rehold them and but then but then there was a penalty and they had to replay the fourth down.
1: And I think many, many, many Chiefs fans believe that the refs wanted the Bengals to win. And that I I think Andy Reid did not agree, although he did not want to get penalized for saying something, but you watch that game and I just, I think it was so intense getting down, you know, because the Chiefs were dominating and then they stopped dominating and then the Bengals started playing really well.
0: Well, they stopped going to what they were good at. They stopped going to what they were good at and then next thing you know, we're tied 31-all and um, you're going, oh my God, seriously. You know, yeah, and- I got
1: frustrated because I just you cannot let a team that is that good get that close in your points. And yet the offensive line had some shortage, you know, on the Chiefs side, which I think also, you know, had a little gap in some areas. Um, and Mahomes you know, he he played, he performed and everything um, and he was able to. I mean, I just it was like he couldn't keep that intensity, though, of playing and keeping keeping that team from, you know, they couldn't scoring. I mean, they just couldn't.
0: And I, I'm sorry, but the penalties were a pain in the butt. I mean, seriously, I really hate when a ref inserts themselves into the game and decides the game based on penalties. That annoys, that annoys the tar out of me. I know. And I think
1: that that was the frustration, too, by a lot of the Chiefs fans, including Patrick Mahomes' fiancé, who, who, who was very vocal about it with her emojis. <laughs> I mean, you know... <laughs> I'm just saying that, uh, you know, it. Cincinnati won the game though, and and with, and
0: with them winning the game, they've clinched uh, their division.
1: They're the division leader, and the Chiefs dropped, but the Chiefs are still the AFC West champions, and they can still win the game on Saturday and we'll see where that goes from there.
0: I don't think it's not going to have any uh bearing I think on the Broncos except for the players that are playing for pride. They're playing for their jobs and I think honestly maybe the coach is playing for his life, you know? Yeah. Um I'm sure of it. I well, I'm just I I just hope that it's
1: not like we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so boring. Let's face it, when the games are like, you know what I mean. There's no competition, you know, between the two teams.
0: Or- like I really like the high flying offensive games. That's my kind of game. Let them play. Just let them play. You know. So but we got one more team uh to talk about. And we'll get we do because uh I think they kind of shut some mouths and I'm okay with that really. Um, and we'll get to them in a minute, but we, um, we have a sponsor and I know a lot of you guys, uh, you love to watch sports, but maybe some of you play it too. Or maybe you just have that chronic thing that bugs you. Right. And you and you're kind of rubbing at it going, man, would you just back off for a little bit? Um, I got something to help. It's uh, Freedom CBD. It is a roll-on. It has a little bit of menthol in it uh, and some aloe. And what it does is is you apply it onto the areas where you're hurting. It relieves those areas. If you want to learn more, go to www.getfreedomcbd.com. Use the code B and G uh, when you check out and you'll save uh, 10% off off the price so that's www.freedom or get freedom and honestly if you you know check it out i promise you guys you will not regret it okay now let's get on to a happier topic shall we <laughs> yeah well, let's see. Everybody was saying that the Cowboys were going to trample some uh, Cardinals and leave bird feathers on the field. That didn't happen. So sorry. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I no. watched that game. Mm-mm. That just did not happen. Uh, the Cardinals torched the Cowboys and shut some mouths. At least I hope. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I think. I think that uh, the,
1: the Cowboys started gaining some momentum, but it was a little bit too late.
0: It really was. I mean, when they started, you know, they started trying to make a last-ditch effort to come back down the field. They really did start trying to make a comeback, and they and they came close. They came pretty close, but the, they just ran out of time. Uh, the final score was 25 to 22. Antoine Wesley came up with some big clutch, uh, clutch catches in um, – you know, in this game for, he caught for two touchdowns. And I'm telling you, you know, I get it. A lot of people were saying, especially after some of the losses that they took, they lost three in a row. One, I'm sorry, that Detroit loss still. How do you lose to Detroit? That's that's
1: a hard one to stomach,
0: (sighs) you know? And you kind of had to go back and go, why you're putting out garbage play i mean what are you doing and i think like everything that i was hearing from uh the team and the you know the players um uh, leading up to this game was we're getting back to basics we're playing our brand of football it's time for some accountability you know and and they did that they came out like they had something to prove and honestly i think they did Because a lot of people were were ready to write them off, even if they make the playoffs, they're going to be a one and done team. I don't think so.
1: No, I don't think so either. And you know, I thought um, the Cowboys were kind of cocky.
0: Now that doesn't surprise me, but you know,
1: I'm glad to see that you know the Cardinals kept their you know just their mojo going, and were able to get back in the game and play like they play. You know what I'm saying?
0: And Kyler Murray got back to what he was He was.
1: He he got himself back on track and he was making it happen for the team and and it it, was good to see.
0: And it was great because I actually saw a video because you know how they mic up some of the the players and everything Mm -hmm. on the field? They had a video of him mic'd up and it was just great. You could just see him uh, doing his thing and, and, and he ran the football and did his thing. Like, you don't think we're going to run, run the quarterback. You don't think that we're just going to run. Okay. We'll just show you right now, you know? And honestly, the thing that I liked for most of that game, they dominated the line of scrimmage. They dominated the line of scrimmage on both sides of the field. They really did. And so you have to sit there and go, okay, so what do we make a moment now? Mike, my husband, he has a theory that they tend to play down to their competition. So if it's a poor team, they kind of play down to them. And we've kind of seen that, but man, when it's a good team, they definitely rise up and go, nope, we're going to do this.
1: Well, it's good to see that they were able to win
0: and they're still in the
1: game. And, you know, I'm looking forward to you know, seeing what the outcomes are going to be. I mean, it's been fun to pick up and learn a little more, you know, through the show um, about the Cardinals. And then also, now you've got my interest, Pete, so I'm, when I can, watching their their games, you know. And it's always fun to watch teams that have and, been underdogs and And let's up.
0: face it, they are a fun, when they are playing on point, like they know what they're doing and they've and they're going out and they have something to accomplish. They are a fun team to watch. Yes, they've had their injury problems. Uh no Adrian Hopkins, no JJ Watt, you know, there's a few issues there, right? But when they're on point, it's like that team is dangerous. Cause you've got the threat of Kyler Murray, who can do enough damage on his own. And the kid, that very, kid is- very young team. Yeah, and he is small.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he small, small for
0: a quarterback. He is very small.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yes, he is. Considering who we we're going to highlight in his height, and
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
1: you know, and some other quarterback.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, you usually think of a quarterback as big dude. No, this guy is just, you know. But and so I'm really hoping. um Going into this weekend, uh, the Cardinals are definitely in, but they are either going to be the wild card or they're going to win the NFC West. It, uh, the way they win the NFC West will be if the 49ers uh, win their game against the Rams, I believe it is. Which is interesting Interesting because the 49ers have had the Rams number. they've played, They've beaten them a few times, so I'm kind of hoping they do. And, well, it's not just that, but the... Cardinals have to uh, beat the Seahawks, which, honestly, the way they're playing. That's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think. You know, so, you know, but either way, even if the Cards have to go on the road, uh, I saw a thing that said they would probably end up going to Dallas. Oh, well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm thinking, hmm, even if we have to go to Dallas, well, that's not a problem because Kyler Murray is nine and oh in Texas Stadium.
1: Yeah. I would say he's got a lot of confidence going in there.
0: I would say so too.
1: You know, yeah. So I, that gives him an edge there too. So
0: it'll be interesting. When did you say they play again? I believe they play on Sunday.
1: On Sunday. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. I think it's like afternoon, 205, 225 or something. Okay. Right
1: after the Chiefs and Broncos play
0: no change on and saturday play on saturday, saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah no but i mean one day after yep so yep. it'll so, be interesting
0: well my game, my my uh weekend will be quite busy <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. so with that michelle i do believe you have a player for us
1: yeah this you know because of um where we are right now um, I thought it would be appropriate to highlight Ryan Tannehill, who is the Titans quarterback. And he, of course, um, is a pretty stellar quarterback. And he was drafted out of Texas A&M. And he became the first Dolphins first round quarterback since Dan Marino when he first stepped into you know, playing for the NFL. And, you know, the thing about um, Tannehill is that he has always given God glory for, you know, his gifts and talents, his wins. Um, He's been pretty vocal um, in his interviews about his faith. He um, has shared his favorite scripture, which talks about doing all things. As unto the Lord, not unto man. He prays before every game. Um, he spends time with God before he, you know, gets to the stadium and laces up to play. And he thanks God for the opportunity to go out there and attempt to glorify him. And he is always really relied on God to guide him in his faith. And I always like to highlight, you know, those that give God glory on the field, off the field, you know, and he is a pretty talented guy. I mean, he's six foot four um, and, you know, he has pretty much been uh, out there playing football for a while and he's leading the Titans to some victories. That is for sure.
0: Yeah, and, and especially with the Titans uh, getting uh, Derrick Henry back, that's going to make the this playoff season an interesting season. I really think so.
1: Oh yeah, um, I think I think so too. So you know, there's so many different um, players, and I just love you know having this opportunity to share. You know, from what I understand of his personal life, he is married, has been married to his wife Lauren since 2012. And I don't believe they have any children yet, um, you know. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how God's going to lead him, you know, as he grows um, in, you know, being a husband and father and, you know, continuing his success with the NFL. I mean, he's 33 and he's been playing since 2012. So wow, here we he's, are been in the, he's been in the league a while then. Mhm. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's going to be interesting, you know. I I did pull a few stats on him, but they change, you know, constantly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: um let's see um his throws the the pro football stats on him. Um he had some quarterback throws um you know that they they shared and I think um they're pretty competitive up there with you know a lot of the other quarterbacks out there that are you know they're trending their their stats too. Um I don't think he's quite where Aaron Rodgers is, or you know what I'm saying, overall, but and the, the one quarterback that's just left. Oh, what was it? Ben was his name?
0: Oh uh, Ben Ruffersberger.
1: Yeah, yep. yeah, some of them. But He's he's standing his own, but anyway, he is definitely one that serves the Lord, and I just think God's got great things for him, and he's doing great things for God too, on and off the field. I don't have anything specific in his community, you know, but he's just, people he's I, just doing the work of the kingdom. It sounds like he's doing right there. His mission field is right there on the field. Is is what hmm. he says.
0: Interesting. Very interesting. Well. I love hearing about those kind of players. Um, I want to end, first of all, by um, acknowledging uh, Big Ben's retirement. Uh, He's been in the game for quite a long time. Um, My most memorable game of his was when he defeated my Cardinals in the Super Bowl. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm sure that was painful there. I was not very
0: happy. (laughs) But I will acknowledge that he um, has done a lot to um, improve the game. Uh, I think he brought a lot to the table. And, uh, you know, I wish him all the best. I really do. Um, One final note to touch on. Something happened last week. And when I read about it, I was like, did that just happen? Really? Really? Um, that's kind of dumb. A guy by the name of Antonio Brown, uh, he played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I use the past tense for a reason, because if you haven't heard, uh, he did something kind of crazy. He, I, I don't know. They were asking, they asked him to go into the game. He told the, the coach, no. They asked him again. He told the coach, no. He took off his cleats and his shirt and threw them into the crowd and pretty much quit the game. And walked into the locker room, walked across the field half naked and and, uh, and then went into the locker room. And a lot of people are trying to chalk that up to, well, he has mental health issues. I'm sorry, but OK, maybe that's true. But when you're played to play a game, I have a huge issue with that. You were play- paid enormous amounts of money to play a game. The least you could do is do your job.
1: Yeah, well, through his attorney, he has shared that he really had definitely had some issues with his ankle and he could not play. And he went out there and was playing and he had ankle issues. And the coach said, go out there and play. And he said, I can't do it. I can't do it. I just can't do it.
0: So if he had ankle issues. Why didn't he tell the coach beforehand?
1: I don't that, according to what I read and what they shared about this whole thing, as he speaks to his attorney, there was awareness of what was going on, but again, you know, I'm not here to judge him, I'm not here to judge the coach. I am just saying that it's an interesting way of walking out on your <laughs> you're on your on your responsibility or you know what you are he must have been pushed to the edge and major to the edge to do something like that right because because you don't see there's just too much at risk there's so much at risk i mean he's a dad of children you know he has several children um and you know his community and he speaks highly of the buccaneers and all the players and all the fans. And I mean, you know, I just hope that whatever help he needs, if he indeed is injured and really pushed to his breaking point, that he can get what he needs and God can help him. And we need to pray for him and the coach, you know, I guess they've released him. So Yeah, yeah he's no yeah, longer Yeah, they've released him. him, so he will no longer be playing for them. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes.
0: D- Let me ask you this. Do you think because of his um, uh, performance, do you think anyone will t- will pick him up, or is he too toxic?
1: Depends on the team. I mean, some, you know, I, I you know, Brady is stepping up and and you know, saying, hey, don't judge him. You know, I mean, Tom Brady is still trying to support him. So I guess it depends on, you know, he, have you watched him a lot in terms of how he has performed this year?
0: I have not. I didn't have a reason to watch him. No. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. Well, I just don't know enough about him in terms of his success. You know, I mean, he was starting, right? obviously. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I think he was yeah. a receiver. So, so,
1: I mean, I think he's a really great player and everything. I just think that he would be one that could be considered, you know, when that happens, of course, you know, credibility, what would the other teams that he would play for, you know, it'd be hard for, it's going to be hard, you know? So, I mean, when you make that kind of stand for you, you better be prepared prepared for the fallout. Is what well.
0: agreed? You, you you know you're going to get some backlash, and I mean I'm not trying to be harsh on the guy. Um, if he really was injured, then that to me is a little bit of a different story. But I think there were better ways to handle that than to uh, toss your stuff in the crowd and walk on the field half naked. That that's that shows a little immaturity there. Yeah, he put the
1: peace sign. It just I mean I think you just you know, it was pushed to his limits, max or whatever. And I just, you know, the, the claimant of the world that we live in right now with everything that you see and people's emotions and their, you know, you can see that people are struggling in life too. And so who knows what might've been transpiring in outside of his life too. You know what I mean?
0: There is that, too. So, I mean, that's just a lot to. But, yes, it was. I mean, it was definitely, um, you, you know,
1: you just gassed, you know, all gasped. You like, know, you're taking it back. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. Because you've never, I've never seen anything like that. Ever no,
0: no. Watched. I heard I heard, like, I didn't even know it happened until, like, someone played the actual radio commentary and I'm like, say what? Oh, uh, that's going to have to go on the show. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know, and this is kind of how I find my stories, you know, um, you know, between, you know, when, when I'm looking for stuff and Michelle, I know you're keeping an eye out on stuff, you know, uh, you know, it's
1: just, yeah. Well, I was reading, I read up on it just recently with his coach, uh, his attorney talking through his attorney, um, which is what I'm bringing to, you know the listening audience today. Yep, yep. Is you know everything that I share is typically coming from you know reputable sports spectrum or yep. you know people that are writing up um, NFL or you know what I'm saying or listening. All good. To, yeah, exactly. All good. All good. All good. But so, yeah.
0: Well, all right. There is plenty to keep an eye, uh, keep us uh, busy. I think going forward. Um, I'm thinking uh, we'll we'll do a show covering, you know, I think by the time we do our next show, the season will be done, the die will be cast, and we'll be in a week out from uh, the playoffs, if I'm thinking right. Because mm-hmm. the playoffs will start two weeks from the end of the season. And, yeah, that I think we're going to have a lot to cover uh, that game. So, um, Michelle. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. It really is. It really is. Michelle, thank you so much for coming. And, and this is always fun.
1: Yes, it is. It is fun. It's, it's great to uh, collaborate and bring perspectives in the conversation and, you know, just the excitement and the drama and all those wonderful things that come with football.
0: Oh, man. And, and let's face it, guys. I mean, football is one of those sports that you either love it or you don't. But if you love it, you know why. And um, we're about to get into the most interesting time, which is who are the best of the best and who wants it more? And I can't wait to find out. Mm-hmm. Me either. It'll be interesting. It, you know it would be crazy? If the Super Bowl ended up something like Cardinals Chiefs. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be like so cool.
1: <sighs> it is. I'm getting out my Chief Super Bowl clothing anyway. I've got my champion, their championship clothing on today, but I'm getting ready. I oh, am getting ready. It, I, it would be I, wonderful.
0: It, that would be crazy. We would yeah. be, yeah, that would be, Where did they, are they playing in, would they play in Miami? Uh no, they're playing in uh, um in California. Where would they play? Super so if I. Bowl and yeah, SoFi, mm. mm, SoFi okay. State, uh, Rams Stadium. Yeah, mm. so that would be which yeah. So I'm just I I'm interested. Um, there's a lot. There's just so many good teams. I can't really like. We're gonna have to really look. I think we're gonna have to look at the playoff picture and kind of go okay, who's actually gonna? Who do we think is actually gonna? Like, win this first round because obviously you're dealing with the wild card teams, and that's going to be interesting.
1: That's interesting. That pulls different, I mean, it just brings different dynamics in there. It does. Well. And
0: I can't wait to, and we'll get to that. So, with that, let's cut it. Uh, I'm Teresa Blaze. This has been the Blazing Guts Show with Michelle Saunders Guts. We are out. If you run across someone that we don't know about, please text it in. I want you to text NFL to 575-223-1596. You're going to get a little link. You're going to fill out your information. If you got football thoughts, anything, we want to hear about it.